The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Dermot Bannon's Incredible Homes, the TV show, it returns to our screens this coming Sunday, 9.30pm RTE1 and on the RTE player as well. An insight into the quirky homes uh, of castles in Scotland and coastal havens in Spain and lots of stuff in between. Delighted to say that Dermot is with me here in studio. Dermot, how are you? Um, I suppose it is it is incredible home so there's this is its fourth series. Um, it's more of the same but I think what we've done this year that's a little different. We've, we've put a smattering um, into every episode a little bit like we, we look at say city planning and uh, housing crisis that were 100 years ago in Barcelona and how they kind of overcame that and um, we're looking at much smaller houses but they're clever design we're also looking at the, the big kind of mouth-watering yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Euro Millions houses ah uh, no they're not well I, well do you know something we, we don't really mention the price of any of them in this because they're all such really cool designs price mm. is kind of irrelevant like the only time it kind of w- w- was really important was when we were in New York because like, when something is 52 million like it didn't cost 52 million to build it yes. but it's, it's worth that because of land prices in New York but over in Spain it wasn't as big an issue so we've got some really cool houses like we've got some concept ones like the, the, the house that opens the show is called the Solo House and it was designed and built in a kind of architectural theme park so this guy says like the, I wanted to build really cool houses for people to stay in for a couple of weeks and, okay. then, and then give it so rather than they have a huge problem with holiday homes in Spain mm. so he's kind of trying to counter out there say let's build these great places that people want to stay and then they just they they, they move away and then somebody else stays there and then somebody else like a subscription you know that it's it's kind of battling their second mm. home third home kind of policy in, in Spain so uh, it's it's basically do you know the modern day frisbees because you know, I'm that old frisbees were solid they were like a place oh, yeah now they're hollow they're in the middle circles as opposed to discs yes. or whatever yeah. so it, it is basically two of those and then all the walls move around it so the walls are so if you imagine one of them is the floor plate the other one is the roof okay. and then all the rooms are in between in between that sandwich in between that yeah. and it's on the top of a hill so if you can imagine you're just sitting it down on top of the hill it is phenomenal it is like when you get out of the bed in the morning you literally put your feet onto the dirt outside it's, wow. it's, it's really narrow as well um, we've gone we went we got to see a house uh, owned and designed for a Michelin starred family um, they run this restaurant and uh, chaos like it, we were trying to they said to us when we were researching it they said yeah. you're going to have to come to the restaurant first to see what our lives are like oh. we did <laughs> and then we we, <laughs> we we got we got into the house and uh, they uh, like the, the, the restaurant was chaos their, their, their whole day was chaos they came back and they were all talking over so anybody who's ever made television before they'll, they'll know that sound is really important you have mm. to have a consistent they put on the radio they didn't put on the radio I said can somebody talk to me they ignored me completely so I I was, I'd walked in, cameras behind me, interviewing them, and then they turned their back to me and they start chatting. So the house for them was their kind of like their come down. So okay. after about a half an hour in the house, they all started to mellow and chill out. And we had to sit around on the floor and light the fire. The fire was on the floor, right? So you, you, you lit it like you were in, a, you know, in a yeah. kid in a field. Yeah. And that was the thing. They said, we needed somewhere that we... So this was all very prescriptive to the architect. We need somewhere that we can sit on the floor and gather around the fire. There's no pictures on the wall. There was very few couches, no TV apparent. Everything was hidden away. So this was their compression space. And they were right. I needed to go and see their original and, house. And is that, is that... I suppose that's the kind of the the point of the shows to a degree. It's about showcasing these incredible homes. But it's about design as well and how design can actually influence your life like it it brings them Absolutely. down and it's but it's it's how people 
are at the centre of a really good design. Like you can do a development that's all bling and it's dripping in jewels and all that. But it, that's just what people might aspire to. But actually something that solves real problems in families. And that's why the price tag doesn't really matter. You know, it, mm. it's, a, it's about something bigger than that. So yeah, it is. It's people at the heart. And I, and I, I suppose what we were trying to get to was to get to know the people through the design and then get to know the country through all of that. So it's it's kind of threefold. A lot of work on my shoulders. Yeah, it just sounds like God, it. I mean, it's a tough, me. co- tough me. cross to bear. You <laughs> it really, have, it really uh, is I should, be, I should be asking for more money. Are you, are you, I'm telling they're not paying you enough, Dermot. <laughs> no. I say it every time I watch it. I say to my wife, you know, they're not paying Dermot Bannon enough for all of this. Um, you should get another jacket. Um, <laughs> Scotland as well you go to. Yeah. And, I mean, is there before we talk about Scotland, it, what's the link? Or is there is there a link? Is it just because they both No, I suppose they're just, we were just, like, you, you have a bucket list. Yeah. And I suppose there's a budget as well. Like we can only go to so many places. So Spain is obviously further afield and, and all that. And But Scotland came up and I was kind of, oh, okay. I, like I love Scottish architecture and I was going over there to kind of look for solutions to an Irish landscape. So, mm. you know, the way we kind of tend, we have a bit of a history of bungalows everywhere and all of that. I have to be very careful what I say. All my relations live in one. Um, <laughs> Apologies to everyone in a ubiquitous yellow bungalow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but um, it was about like they're really good at building in a sensitive landscape in Scotland really good at that yeah. like they build these beautiful timber clad buildings and they nestle them in and actually, but with this surprising thing and it completely blew me away and I wasn't expecting it so I went into the first house by an architect Richard Murphy and it was like going into a Wallace and Gromit house so it was really open and it had rooftop terraces mm-hmm. it opened out onto the street and then he said to me he just as if like it was completely alien to me he said, so in Scotland it gets kind of dark at about five o'clock during the winter and it gets very grey and kind of misty and it's drizzling all the time or it's raining I was like alright <laughs> so all sounds for so uh, then he said right I wanted to pull that pulley pull that lever pull this shutter over and the entire house that was light and bright just became like you know the best snug in a pub in yes. the whole world and he lit the stove and he says this is my winter so I winter in the house like this and then in the summer pulleys, shutters the whole, like it took 10 minutes to open up the whole house it was a bit like you know when people see, take the dust covers off yeah. and then I went to the second and what was, it? was it windows getting covered up? yeah the whole okay. lot because he said like I arrive home and it's dark why am I uh, you know then closing curtains and all that he yeah. says I shut down the house second house I went to people can so, look in then at you and you yeah. can't see it <laughs> and you can't see it but then second house we went to uh, so we have a lovely view out over like, but God, it gets really rainy here. It's like it's raining all the time during the winter. So we, we kind of kept our outside space over here. And they had this amazing big double height space overlooking the lake. But then they said, come over here, come over here. This is our favourite spot. And they had tucked a really low ceiling and a stove and couches into this little snug. I said, this is start. So he said, like, because when it's really kind of miserable here, we have lo- somewhere really nice to go in the winter. Then you go to the next house. And I spent the first 10 minutes opening up all the shutters. And I said, this is the theme. And I was kind of suddenly the penny dropped. They really embraced that the fact that we have seasons. Yes. You know? And I think as Irish people, we still kind of slightly struggle with the, should we, we still design as if we're in Marbella. You know, we have the big <laughs> patios, we have the glass walls, and I know I'm responsible, um, but we, we do all of that. And, and then, um, so we kind of have... Bringing the outside in. Exactly. Even though the outside for three months of the year is miserable. A, there's a real <laughs> magic though. Um, you know, like you go to an old, uh, say, stately home or, you know, these, these, yeah. these restaurants or hotels that are in old buildings and they're lovely in the winter and the fire is crackling and you're sitting on a couch yes. and it feels really cold. We either do that or we do the glass boxes. Where, and, and I thought the Scottish had it really sussed. They 
they do a hybrid. They do in between. They don't deny that we get miserable weather here. They don't deny that they, we get grey skies, that we mm. get rain all the time. And so their approach to every building was like, so in the summer, this is what our house looks like. Really cool. And in the winter, it looks like this. And I was like, That's we don't do that because we're kind of slightly in denial about our weather, I think. Yeah. I, I like the the idea of them adapting it as like, obviously, if people's budget allows, they can they can build both or they can accommodate both. Well, what, what's great is, that I love the idea of the house that the the one space is both. Yeah. And the guy adapts the space and, and depending on the time of year. And it's just literally shutters, pulleys, blinds and, and he had a lovely big roof light so it really felt airy when I was in there in the summer but the, he had these massive big panels and it was just stuff for uh, winches from scaffolding and all. It was all yeah. really, really crude and it was a button on the wall and it was, he says, I could have got the quiet one but it was an extra 5,000 so he says, like, sure, I only do it once a year. Yeah. So you, <laughs> and it was kind of <laughs> and then the whole thing just closed but it, it was magic like and I it was, that was the unexpected thing. Thing, uh, I suppose about the Scottish and how they they really approach weather and and kind of are it's it's kind of like being present in the weather. Mm. You know, this is what it's like. Let's not pretend or hope that it's going to be sunny. Because I was devastated when we got there because it was miserable and raining and it was the summer. And I said these houses are going to look so much better with blue skies behind them and all that because every architectural photograph you ever see has a blue sky, light coming in. They wait. Oh, there's going to be a break in the clouds. I know when I'm getting a, a building of mine photographed, we watch the weather and it's kind of breaking the clouds. Thursday is going to be a great day. And I'm thinking, but like that's not how we live. You know. Yeah. It isn't, if we're to be really honest. And if you're going to... So we should adapt. So uh, 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 can I expect then to hear some of this in series of Room to Improve in the future? Of course. Yeah, because I learn every all the time. Like, so it, it is, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you will. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to have, uh, we're going to have those, I can't wait to hear the witch. <laughs> Just bear with don't know, me. Don't know if I'll ever <laughs> persuade somebody to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. This is exactly. your morning routine. I can see the QSOL <laughs> term, you know, this silent wind, it's 5,000 euro more than this, <laughs> yeah. this noisy one here. Um, you, they could do it themselves with some rope and pulleys. Yeah, and, and hang and a few bob more. Yeah, hang the two kids off one end <laughs> yeah, and then exactly, pull them down. Yeah, exactly. Get your balloon out of your double height space. Uh, we, Did you get it down? We, I, I actually had to get scaffolding in to get it. I'm not joking. Really? I had to bring in, there was still some scaffolding there and I had to bring it in because I actually had to go around, um, I hope the fire safety officer is not listening, the, 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 <laughs> all the fire alarms are still taped up and we couldn't reach one. So I had to go in and get that Do anyway. anyway and I brought up a bread knife and slashed at the balloon, balloon while I was there. No more helium and balloons coming into your house. Absolutely <laughs> no more helium balloons. Uh, uh, no, but we still, I still have to get scaffolding upstairs. Our bedroom is vaulted as okay. well. And we have no light bulb, so we have no light in the bedroom. No, and so you see, the trick to that is to get your lights down low and wash the ceiling up. Okay. So you have nothing up high, so you, so you can get things easily. So. All right, okay, that's okay. Uh, that is the key, all right. That's I hope key. my wife is listening to that. <laughs> it's um, your problem too. Pardon? <laughs> it's your problem too. Well, yeah, it is, it is, except I have a lamp on my side of the bed and she doesn't. So I'm all right, Dermot, actually. You're okay. I'm, a, I'm a okay with this situation. Um, so actually, speaking of room to improve, yes. um, I mean, what can we expect there in what? terms of, besides, right, you, you maybe some designs are going to incorporate that... Uh, they, the, the, the they reality of, of, of the seasons. What else? Um, so, so next year, we're, we're uh, what have we got? Well, I suppose we're always responding to the current climate and I suppose budgets are smaller. They're mm-hmm. tighter. Um, people are under a lot more financial pressure. They're a lot more aware of uh, rising energy costs. So even though we've been doing them, I think they're asking for it now. And we're also, do you know what we're looking for, actually? Now, there's huge grants available for anybody who's in a vacant home uh, in rural Ireland, right? So or who's buying a vacant yeah. home. So I think the rules are it has to be vacant for two years. But so anybody who's in a small town or a village and you know the way a lot of towns and villages are empty 
and yeah. the, you know living above the shop and all that that used to happen and so there's thousands and upon thousands of vacant vacant houses and properties around the country so we're looking at if anybody has bought one or is thinking of buying one um, and would like us to help them through the process on Room to Improve we'd love that um, yeah. we'd love to show the potential of one of these houses because I think it's a massive big untapped uh, thing in Ireland and uh, you know Especially like there's so many people have moved back down to rural Ireland because they can, yeah. because they can work from home. They're working for the big multinationals. It makes no difference whether they're in Dublin or in Erlingford. Um, and so I think uh, for those, uh, but they they kind of like living in a town or a village. And, and, and with yeah. that brings coffee shops, with that brings the bread shop, with that brings maybe a small restaurant. You know, if you have life in a town, it really will help to breathe. So it's to try and get towns in Ireland unvacant. So they're, like, I think there's potentially up to about 50,000 of a grant if you take on one of these properties. So it's huge money. Yeah, and does, I'm, I'm struck as well, whatever about the potential in terms of just the, the square footage that is out there unoccupied at the moment, there's also the design potential. Like a lot of these buildings, these vacant buildings over the shops, like they're, uh, they're, they're probably Georgian, Edwardian. Yeah. High you know, ceilings. Big yeah. high ceilings, yeah. big, long, tall sash windows, beautiful yeah. rooms, because stock they, full of shoeboxes for the shoe shop downstairs And, and the they moment. would have been for living above the shop. So whoever owned the shop, they would have been a merchant in the town. So they yeah. would have had a bit of money. So sometimes the rooms upstairs are fantastic. Like the shop downstairs is the shop, but upstairs, like you get these beautiful high ceilings, lovely fireplaces. And as you said, they are, they're storerooms now or were storerooms or there's loads of junk in them. So mm. I'd love to get my hands on one of them and, and help somebody on the journey if they're thinking of it uh, it's cococontent.ie and look for their be on TV I think it's called and on Room to Improve but we'd love that cococontent.ie if you've been eyeing up a vacant property uh, somewhere where you live or somewhere where you'd like it to live get onto that website and you'll find all the details yeah and you so little kind of caveat you have to be a first time buyer okay. and, you, uh, and it has to be vacant for two years but, All right. And then I suppose, what was I in to talk about? Incredible Homes, that's And Incredible it. Homes, of course, <laughs> is happening this Sunday, uh, starting with Spain and uh, then heading to Scotland. Next week. Uh, heading to Scotland next week. Uh, Dermot, I know lots of people look forward to it. I do too. Thanks a million for coming in. Thank you, Kieran. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.